If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Let's get it on, we shall. Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour, talking professional wrestling and mixed martial arts. That's a lie. We're not going to be talking about any mixed martial arts on this program today. 100% pure pro wrestling as we do every single day here on this show, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. And however you're listening to me today, tune in iHeart, American Forces Radio, sportsbyline.com, over-the-air affiliates like the Mightier 1090, Sirius XM 156 via podcast or video streaming on Twitch and YouTube. However it is, I'd just like to say thank you for spending a little bit of time with me today. Put on the national stuff, kind of hoping they had a day-night doubleheader against the Seattle Mariners today. They're currently getting killed. Producer Dom tried to make me feel better by saying, well, Juan Soto hit a home run. Yes, he's showing off for all the other teams and the suitors that want to take him. I'm crushed by this. I'm hurt. But not as hurt as Roxanne Perez, whose friend Cora Jay turned on her last night. Where is Brian for this? Thankfully, there are no Wall Street Journal stories that have come out. Uh, with anything more on Vince McMahon or John Laurinaitis or anything taking place in the world of WWE. But was he not just complaining on this very show about the WWE's inability to do anything in a positive way with positive, nice, happy, good people? It looked like Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez was the type of bestie friendship that could last forever. But no, no, no. Instead... We get one big, great Botchamania moment, and now apparently, I would assume, feuding tag team champions. Just completely crazy, but there is a lot to get into today. Obviously, the world-famous and critically acclaimed NXT 2.0 overview, but AEW Dynamite is tonight. Fighter Fest, the first of four shows, will be taking place. New Japan's G1 Climax is coming up. We'll talk a little bit about that. And some new information on Sasha Banks, a.k.a. Mercedes Verano. He's going to be driving that Mercedes to Chicago. Tell you about that after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Do it anywhere, having sex in the Bugatti. Nobody couldn't see us because the windows got foggy. Flames try to rob me. It's going to be a homie. I hope the president will me. Wendy's new Strawberry Frosty is here. So check your watch. 
Is it frosty time yet? It probably is. The hour hand would be on, I'm feeling snacky. And the minute hand would be on, relaxing with a rich, creamy strawberry frosty on a summer day, just digging into that smooth, chilly deliciousness and vibing. You know, depending on what kind of watch you have. When it's time for frosty time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Frosty and Classic Chocolate or New Strawberry. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Ah, here we go. Back on the show. Mike Sempervivi here with you. You know we do this show for an hour at a time. Except for Andrew Zarian. He does them for two hours at a time, Sundays at 6 p.m. Jim Valley only does it for an hour at a time, 1 p.m. on Saturdays. That's all Eastern time. But if you want more of us, you can probably find all of us on Twitter. In fact, we are all on Twitter. Our own Brian Rose is pressing up on like 1,600 followers right now. Follow at BR26. Do that. I hope that's what it was. If not, somebody's going to get a lot of followers today. But if you want me on Twitter, you can find me at SemperVivi. The timeline for this show at WONF4W with the broadcasters at Sports Byline USA. And if you love pro wrestling, at Mid-Atlantic Pod. I wouldn't steer you wrong there. 
Speaking of steering, as I mentioned, Mercedes Verano, Sasha Banks making her first public appearance since walking out on the May 16th edition of WWE Raw. It is going to be at the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, the C2E2, I believe that's called. Uh, on Wednesday, it was announced that Sasha Banks is scheduled to appear at this event next month. On Saturday, August 6th and Sunday, August 7th, she will be available for photo ops and autographs. The press release went like this, or at least the tweet did. Please join us in welcoming our next C2E2 guest, Mercedes Verano. Whether you've seen her in the ring or as Casca Reeves, as producer Dom knows her better, in The Mandalorian, you are not going to want to miss out on this photo and autograph opportunity. That's what C2E2 wrote, at least. Also appearing this that or that weekend for those shows, as of now, wrestling-wise, McFoley, Lita, and Trish Stratus. It was reported last week that both Banks and Naomi have been removed from WWE's internal active roster listings. Neither has been officially released from the company, however. It is also reported that last month, Banks' lawyers were heavily involved in actively seeking and trying to obtain her release from the company, which is obviously no big surprise whatsoever. You know, Naomi... I don't know what the future is going to be for her. You know, she's been around for a, a long time. She's got, obviously, the entire family on one side, is in the professional wrestling business. I don't know if she takes a step back that she is actively trying to get out of anything and go anywhere. You know, that's just would be my thought as of right now. I think it's probably okay for her to kind of sit pat. Obviously, the problems with Sasha Banks and WWE go back a long ways with each other. And this is the obvious step that I saw for Sasha Banks was any time that she couldn't be in the ring wrestling, any time that she was going to be away from competition, uh, if there's a no-compete or WWE holds their feet to the fire and she does not get released, this is what she's going to be doing. And, and she could probably for quite some time, make a bunch of money on the autograph circuit, certainly when it, especially if she gets another shot at the Mandalorian or something like that. If you want to just go up and, and meet Sasha Banks for an autograph, $70. A photo op, $90. So bring your money, 160 bucks if you want the, uh, the full package when it comes to the former Sasha Banks. Me, myself, being a man of advanced age and being a little bit older, you know, you look at everything. But I got to be honest, me, there's a, there's plenty of, of beautiful older women out there, including my wife. You're the best. Anyway, Trish Stratus, 55 bucks. I would pay double that for Trish Stratus, actually. That's what she is charging. You know, Sven Gulli, which has got nothing really to do with wrestling at all, uh, he's charging 45 No autographs for Sven Gulli, just the photo op. Mick Foley, $55 for the photo op. And Lita, also $55. So premium pricing for Sasha Banks, Mercedes Verano, if you want to see her at the C2E2, coming up here in August. Staying in B WWE for a minute, Big E. This article is up on the main page. In fact, most of these articles are up on the main page over at WrestlingObserver.com. No hard feelings towards Ridge Holland, which if I'm Ridge Holland, that's probably a good thing because I don't want an angry B Big E coming after me. And in fact, 
after Big E suffered his uh, fractures of his C1 and C6 vertebrae on the March 11th edition of SmackDown, Holland decided to to get ahead of things a little bit, and Big E told ESPN that Holland sent him a big package of red meat. <laughs> hey, they're, they're wrestlers, you know. I mean, we t- <laughs> Baron Corbin and the stakes. You know what? Well, you want your way to Brian Alvarez's heart? Send over a big ribeye to his house one time, Wagyu, and, and see what he does for you. <laughs> but um, Big E, he says he has no issues with Ridge whatsoever. He said he reached out and said some very kind things. What we do is dangerous, and there are inherent dangers. And to that degree, we all know what we sign up for. And it was unfortunate it went down that way. But I'm not dead. I'm alive, and I am doing well. So even though he posted earlier on uh, this month about the C1 just not, uh, the the bones not forming back together in the way they want it to yet, and the fact that he's going to be out at, at least one full year, that's when they're going to relook at him again. So it's probably going to be significant time after that, too. We'll have to see. So March 2023, we're going to get a new update on Big E, but he's staying positive about the whole thing, which is really the only thing that you can do, you know, unfortunately, in in a time like this. He said, honestly, it hasn't been a dark period. He's so thankful for all the people that have checked in on him and reached out who have concerns. He says, not saying I'm perfect, not saying every day is the greatest ever, but I really haven't struggled with that type of stuff meaning uh, surely depression and things like that while he's on the sidelines. You know, something that's ravaging people like Kota Bushi right now seems to be really, you know, under the skin of Kenny Omega. You know, when you're that close to dying, which Big E was, there is really no other way to look at what happened to him as a, a miracle, you know, a millimeter over. And he could be a quadriplegic. He could be dead. So he is really taking the right attitude for all this stuff. He's not going to be invisible either. Obviously, he's out there doing interviews, a legend on Twitter. And he's also going to be in Nashville on SummerSlam weekend, July 27th and between July 27th and 29th, alongside Paul Levesque and other WWE employees evaluating talent. And this is also up on the main page of the website today. The 60,000-square-foot Wild Horse Saloon. On Wednesday, July 27th, over the span of a couple of days, we'll have these tryouts for WWE. Sounds like a big old cattle call with Big E, Paul Levesque, and Senior Vice President of Global Talent Strategy and Development, James Kimball. We've heard John Cone's name. We know John Laurinaitis' name. We've had Mark Carano's name over the years. Maybe. We'll see what happens uh, with, with the way things go here, but... I wonder if we should probably start paying attention to the name James Kimball more as we we may be hearing it. On the final day of this deal, too, fans are going to be invited, and there will be general admission tickets sold for 20 bucks. So that's interesting. WWE is touting this as more than 50 male and female participants with collegiate athletic backgrounds across all sorts of sports and dance and cheer uh, we'll partake in performance evaluations, individual and group promo evalu- evaluations, in-ring technical sessions, and sit-down interviews as part of the tryout process. The invite-only event features several athletes who attended the 2022 NFL Rookie Mini Camps. They love hyping that up now. WrestleMania Week tryout saw 20 participants end up getting signed for developmental deals at Orlando's Performance Center. 
one of them being former Bellator MMA fighter Valerie Lorita. So we just saw Simone Johnson actually do a dark promo, a dark match promo uh, before SmackDown uh, last Friday. There are people that have been in the system for a while that I have a feeling they're going to be making their way to the main roster soon. And I also have a feeling that Later on this year, I wonder how many of the people that have been just spinning wheels now for a little bit in NXT may be out the door for some of these new people coming in. We'll have to see. I'm not very bullish on Robert Stone right now, who ended up in a trash can, uh, a big dumpster last night, courtesy of Solo Sokoa, as they seem to be increasing the presence of Sophia Cromwell alongside Von Wagner. Going to be getting into NXT 2.0, as well as AEW Dynamite, New Japan, and a whole lot more when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 855-326-7440. 855-326-7440. 855-326-7440. That's 855-326-7440. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days. All in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 
That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Love those hairy fraud beats. Hey, you know what I forgot to do? summer edition of the Red Bull, and I need it too. If you like me, I am all over the place here real soon. Winter Place Podcast with Mark Cole. You can find that wherever you find your favorite podcast, talking about Great American Bash 1985, my very own Mid-Atlantic Championship podcast, a new edition number 53, reviewing January 29th, 1983, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, the build-up, Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood against Sergeant Slaughter and Don Canoodle, plus Ric Flair, Dick Slater, Roddy Piper, Greg Valentine. Man, that was good wrestling. It was good wrestling. There's good wrestling now today, too. I'm not one of those people that complains about wrestling. I'll talk about all wrestling. In fact, I'll talk about black wrestling on the blackwrestling.com Patreon. Pay the 10. Bulls in the China Shop, me and Vin Forte doing that over there. And the world famous. Now, this is world famous and critically acclaimed. The Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare G1 Climax Edition Special, where we review every single match that will be taking place for the G1 and coming up with who we believe is going to win it. Maybe I'll talk about that a little bit later on, give you give you some hints, give you some, some betting guides for those of you who want to throw down some cash, for those of you who are entering the Voices of Wrestling Pick'em Contest, anybody out there that's doing one of those things, you got to listen to this show and probably take the opposite of, of almost everything I say. i got to be honest, here's a spoiler. I hate to say this. I have both Filthy Tom Lawler and Jeff Cobb losing to Toriano. I wonder if that would cause a fight between Jeff Cobb and Filthy about who's going to be doing a more wacky job to Toriano. But those two horses face off in the semifinals uh, of a show, and I, I can't wait, actually. I obviously... Friends with Filthy, and he's been a big member of this site and a, a big supporter of the Big Audio Nightmare over the years. For him to be actually, to, for him to be over there, I think it's it's going to be awesome. Uh, Jay White, Naito, Okada, Osprey, uh, Cobb, there it's loaded, and it was a nice it was a nice comeback with the the best of the Super Juniors, especially having so many foreigners in there. So many new people like Wheeler Yuta and Ace Austin and Alex Zane and guys like that, you know, it was nice to see. And we're not getting that this time, you know, with with massive, you know, names, but Filthy Tom's in. You know, Lance Archer is obviously coming over. They're utilizing some of the New Japan Strong guys. They're utilizing them on the undercards of those shows. So, you know, good things going forward here, hopefully, for, for a lot of those guys. And hopefully it's a, it's a good tournament here coming up. But we got some things that are a little bit more pressing, including tonight's Dynamite, which is Fighter Fest Week 1, or I guess it would be 
show A on week one because they are taping Rampage and Dynamite together like they usually do over the next two weeks, and those four shows will be the entirety of Fighter Fest. Savannah, Georgia at the Enmark Arena is where they will be tonight. Non-title match, this has gotten a lot of talk. AEW interim champion John Moxley against Konosuke Takeshita. And there are a lot of people that would love to see Konosuke Takeshita get the victory here and then go on and get a championship match. That will not hurt my feelings. I've been watching Takeshita now for a long time. He and uh, a generational rival of his in Japan by the name of Tetsuya Endo uh, as partners, as opponents, have been very good for DDT for a very long time. He's great. He's a future longtime star of this business, especially in Japan. I don't know if I would want him to defeat John Moxley. And there are a couple of things into that, and it's not that if Takeshita wins, it's not like the, the earth is going to stop rotating, but what's the great benefit here? Well, it'll make Takeshita overnight. Uh, Takeshita's already in, in a mold right now in the oven being formed. You didn't have to walk in from the street and do that. It doesn't have to happen. And what does that mean for New Japan? Because Takeshita is a, a DDT product. If John Moxley, who is very much in New Japan's plan, plans to, if Takeshita takes the win over him. Now, if you're AEW, that's not really pressing in your mind because the way you would look at that is, well, he's our champion. If our champion can beat any of your guys, which he has, then, hey, that's a, a fair play for Takeshita to beat him. But I don't, I don't know if a really great match between the two isn't just as good as Takeshita winning. And I know it builds to a title match, but unless your plan is to keep Takeshita, look, if you're going to keep him really strong and you're going to keep him really in the top mix, do it. But if you're not going to do that, I think ha him having a great match with Moxley is going to be enough. We'll see what happens here tonight. Another interesting booking decision in my eyes, and I think some others too because it's gotten a lot of conversation, Orange Cassidy going for the TNT Championship against Wardlow. Interesting. That's very interesting. Because I don't foresee Wardlow going out there and hitting a powerbomb symphony on Orange Cassidy. It's tough for me to, for him to be looking at the crowd when you have a guy like Orange Cassidy who's so beloved and the one more time. I mean, it's possible. Orange Cassidy getting a victory over Wardlow, not my bag. Orange Cassidy even, look, I wouldn't even put Orange Cassidy in this match. I would have had Wardlow defend against somebody. He could basically bounce off the mat a couple of times, you know, a named guy who... You know, can take that beating. <laughs> you know, even a, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, with MJF and with some of those guys, you kind of want to push. You know, get away from that a little bit for right now. I would assume still with MJF being out, but we'll see what happens. And look, if if they decide, there are a lot of people that have said, how long will be too long for MJF to be out of the loop here? Man, you got Wardlow and Orange Cassidy, two people that make all the fans happy. If you were concerned about MJF getting cheered or you had some uh, concern over that, 
What's the best way to go about things? Put them out there trying to insult Hangman Page, who everybody loves. Put them out there against, you know, Wardlow and Orange Cassidy. Have him break that up. Have him be do something tonight. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm not even saying that's the greatest idea in the world, but it'll get you out of this match, which I see Wardlow winning, but I just I don't know how it's going to go. AEW World Tag Team Championship, Young Bucks against Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland and Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. No offense to the Young Bucks. It really is. I know I'm going to say this to people. Oh, you never liked the Young Bucks. That's not true at all. I'm voting him into the Hall of Fame next year or this year, whenever they're going to be on the ballot. They deserve it. Are they my favorite tag team of all time? No. Do I believe either Lee and Swerve or Hobbs and Starks should hold those belts? I would love to see it, but this is leading towards the Young Bucks and FTR, and I'm all for that. <laughs> so FDR walking around with all the belts at some point is what I want, would like to see. So I think the Young Bucks are going to get the victory tonight. It's just a matter of do they have an implosion between Keith Lee and Storv Strickland. And we'll have to see about that. Jericho Appreciation Society and the Blackpool Combat Club lock it up again as Claudio Castagnoli faces off against Jake Hager. Serena Deeb against Anna Jay. Luchasaurus is going to be in action tonight too. And his manager, Christian Cage, will be cutting another promo. We'll see how that goes as well, too, because obviously his promos have been a little out of pocket. We'll see if he continues up with that approach tonight. Chris Jericho's got some words for everybody. And as Brian mentioned yesterday on the show, AEW is officially going to announce details on its next pay-per-view that's going to be coming up. Going to transition over to WWE now. Raw ratings uh, on USA Monday night, good, not great. The 4th of July holiday last week obviously was going to be easy to bounce back from, but they didn't get back to the levels that they had a few weeks ago when John Cena and Vince McMahon appeared on the program. But 1.71 million viewers overall, 0.44 rating in 18 to 49, which is about 578,000 people, according to WrestleNomics, did a 0.31 in 18 to 34s. Good for WWE. First on the night by a wide margin on cable. First in every key demo. They defeated Below Deck in women 18 to 49. In 18 to 34, it doubled every show on cable except for Ms. and Mrs. Raw also beat three of the top four major networks in 18 to 49 and 18 to 34, losing only to The Bachelorette on ABC. Also lost one other Spanish language show on Univision La Herencia, un legado de amor. The Heritage and a Legion of Love. Got to put that one through the translator to see if that one was right. Raw was ninth in total viewers on cable behind eight news shows. Started lower than usual in the first hour, but had a really good hour, too, that kind of held a serve for everybody. The three hours ended up being 1.72 million, 1.8 million, and 1.69 million for our friends up over the border. Post Wrestling's John Pollock noted today in his update that it finished number one amongst all sports programs on Rogers Sportsnet 360, doing 187,200 people and over 80,000 in the 25 to 54 demographic, which is important in Canada. Obviously, the 18 to 49, 18 to 34 here uh, carries more precedence but 25 to 54 in Canada is a number that they always aim at uh did not air against the Blue Jays game they had a Red Sox Tampa Bay game on a women's championship CONCACAF soccer game and a coverage of the Calgary Stampede 
Unfortunately, no Stu Hart involved there for the Calgary Stampede. But a lot more to get into after the break. Got some ROH notes, got some Dax Harwood notes, and yes, NXT 2.0. Save me, Lance Russell. We'll be back. Wrestling Observer Live. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs> looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the forum. I've I'm, I've gone full Brian Alvarez today, uh, with the exception of the the rants uh, and the the horrible attitude. But Starcade '87. 
Indy West 17. Mike should just do everyone a service, not review this terrible show, meaning NXT 2.0. I'd much rather hear his thoughts on Starcade 87. Really? Man, that's bad. That is bad. I actually went into the uh went into the forum uh last night to see if anybody was talking about the NXT 2.0 show and it was two pages long. This is about an hour after the show was over. I think it's made it to 3 so far and that is it. I and I'm not trying to bury the show because obviously, you know, there's 480,000 people at least uh, between, what, 480 and 640, seemingly a week to watch NXT. But uh, it is uh, not knocking them dead for uh, for members of figure4online.com. And there really wasn't a whole lot of talk other than, other than the one uh, video clip or the one gif out there of Cora Jade and the Botchamania moment with the skateboard attacking Roxanne Perez, which... You know what? Some people would look at it as a sign that, you know, really? You're, you just had them win the tag titles. You have two people that are, are probably perfect together as a team for now. And you have to immediately break them up while they're still holding the belts. I'll try to get through this report as fast as I can. The show opened up with a video package reviewing what happened last week during the bash. We cut to outside in the parking lot where we find a battery of referees and officials, including what I swore was Drake Maverick doing William Regal cosplay, like with the hair and in a black suit and everything. But uh, they were all tending to Roxanne Perez, who was writhing on the ground in pain, her best friend in the whole wide world, her brand-new NXT Women's Tag Team Championship partner, Cora Jade, just happened to be there trying to trying to help her out. There is nowhere on the planet more dangerous than that performance center parking lot. That is for sure. I hope better things happen to people at full sale and places like that. But my God, nasty things happen in that performance center parking lot. It was then time for Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett to actually properly introduce the show with Vic saying the attack had the fingerprints of toxic attraction all over it, pointing out that Mandy Rose had made the claim initially that, well, she wasn't even going to make it to the match. Uh, meaning Roxanne Perez. Barrett, of course, disagreed. He began to argue and said, it could have been somebody else, first thing out of his mouth, like her own partner, or Thea Hale, or Amari Miller. They went with this whole storyline throughout the entire show, and I misstepped from Wade, misstep of somebody speaking into his ear. You know, they made this a whole story, you know, whole storyline throughout the show and really, you know, turned the heat on to all of the heels when Mackenzie Mitchell asking all of them if they had anything to do with the attack. Even Nikita Lyons had to come out later and, and say that she didn't have anything to do with the attack. So I don't know if Barrett saying, well, like her own partner, uh, in hindsight, may not have been the best, especially with the way things turned out, but... It was on to our first match, Giovanni Vinci against Apollo Crews. One real cool spot in this, and it it was very contrived because, again, how else are you going to do something like this? And I shouldn't say contrived, but it was, if there's a way to pull this move off where it looks a little bit more natural, I cannot wait to see it. Apollo was on the second rope, dove off towards Vinci, who caught and and you know basically you know, went like a dolphin diving out of the water so it like it was like Vinci standing up it's not like he was going to do a senton on top of him but the way he went into Vinci Vinci caught him in suplex position 
Cruz's feet never hit the ground, and Vinci slowly brought him up for a full vertical suplex and dropped him. Good stuff right there. I mean, great core strength, and it looked for both guys, and it looked really, really cool. The end came when both guys were outside the ring and a guy tried to stand up and take a picture of Giovanni Vinci. Vinci grabbed his phone, rolled into the ring. The referee grabbed the phone, threw it out of the ring. But when Apollo Crews was going to get back into the ring, a guy from the stands jumped out. No surprise. Zion Quinn, the guy he was beefing with last week in all black and a red hat. Apparently he was standing out there for most of the match. Attacked Apollo Cruz, threw him in the ring. Vinci hit the sit-out, last ride powerbomb, and that was that. You know, I was surprised. I thought Vinci was like, I, I don't know how tall Apollo Cruz is. He always looked so short compared to some of the monsters. Obviously, Davicato and the people that were around him. Uh, but, you know, Vinci is just about the same size as Apollo Cruz, which, you know, kind of is a little disappointing for me because I do like this character, but obviously height matters. Brian talks about it. We talk about it on the show every day. It's why Duke Hudson and Zion Quinn and all those guys love to bring up their height and how they look in a suit because Vince loves that. He loves big guys who look good in suits. Hey, we'll see what happens with Vinci, but I, I like the deal right now, and he, boy, is he good, a good worker. So Mackenzie Mitchell at that point interviewed Cora Jade. Jade played Toxic Attraction for the attack on Perez. Uh, she said she knew that she and Roxanne should have arrived together and that those three bitches will have hell to pay if Perez can't wrestle tonight. We go to break. We come back. Tiffany Stratton is in the, the nail shop getting her getting her nails done. And long story short, she'll be keeping her eye on whoever wins the title match tonight. She then buried her nail tech. To the manager before leaving. Cameron Grimes then came out in dress clothes to address the crowd after his loss last week to Braun Breaker at the Bash. He was distraught about losing the match and not being able to keep his word. Said he was in the best shape of his life. Had a game plan and, and even caved in Braun. But then said he learned that you can do everything the right way and still not succeed. Says that's life though. He was trying to go to the moon, but instead he crashed into the sun. As he does say that, J.D. McDonough comes out, mic in hand, runs Grimes down for having a kid pity party, and now that he's lost to Braun, he's old news. McDonough has says the game has changed now that he's there, and it led to Grimes calling him a posterior cavity. We'll just go ahead and go with that one. McDonough hit Grimes with a headbuck and then whipped him into the ropes, but when Grimes reversed it, McDonough held on and bailed, so... We're going to be getting at least some action between those guys before McDonough moves on and faces off against Braun Breaker for the NXT title in the direction they look like they're going after McDonough attacked Braun after his match with Grimes last week. Camera faded to the back where Damon Kemp and the Creed Brothers are doing film study. Creed Brothers and Kemp still on good terms, even though Roderick Strong's been a pain. Kemp says they'd love to run the match back. The Creed's accepted. They leave the room. And as Creed continues, or as Kemp continues to watch the screen, the film goes dead. It's Roderick Strong, who's actually pissed off at him for saying that he wants to run it back and instead challenges him to a one-on-one -on -one match next week. I don't know what Roderick Strong's contract status is, but I, I, I just look at Ivy Nile, the Creeds, and now Damon Kemp there. Maybe they're, they're causing a divide between him and Roderick Strong. Again, I don't know what his situation is there, but... Looks like that team could be splitting in full. I thought maybe just the Creeds and Ivy would go. It looks like they may be splitting that whole thing in two, but we'll have a little bit more on that next week. 
Caden Carter, and Katana Chance. That one's for you, boss man. They came out for their ring intro, complete with smoke machines in their hands, before they went to break. When we got back, McKenzie interviewed Grayson Waller. He's ticked at Wes Lee for causing him to lose the North American title match against Carmelo Hayes last week. Says that because Lee's life sucks, there's no reason to ruin his. We then got a quick shot of Cora Jade and the medical personnel in the back working on Roxanne before we hit the ring for Caden against Tatum Paxley. Hopefully I did him justice there. These two have been going at each other backstage for the last few weeks, and we see those moments, uh, as well as Ivy Nile uh, inviting Paxley to join the dojo for training last week. After a couple minutes, uh, like literally, Nile came down to the ring to help coach Paxley up. Match did not go very long at all. Uh, Paxley was stuck in a leg lock. She made her way to the ropes where Ivy gave her some inspiration, gave her a deep look, and, and gave her some support. And then out of nowhere, Paxley ended up small packaging Carter for the victory. So that feud looks like it may continue, and it looks like we may have an official new tag team. And considering what may be happening with those belts, probably a good time for it. Joe Gacy and his hooded fellows are then standing out in the dark. I believe one of the smoke machines that the girls had was was in the background there. And uh, apparently the crew is now called the, uh, the Schism, the Schism, the Schism, the Schism. That's, that's not good. The druids in the, the outfits aren't good either, but uh, apparently they are going to be coming out of their shells next week and, and going through a purification ceremony where we will find out their true identities and we'll find out exactly what the grizzled young veterans end up looking like as members of the Gacy Army. Sangha was backstage with some lady friends watching his cannonball into the pool last week during the bash opening skit. They get close to uh, Duke, oh, let's say, and then Duke Hudson came in. He wasn't happy about that cannonball. He was in the pool at the time and then suffered an ear infection, and he's really not happy about that. So the two decided to have a match tonight. After a break, Briggs and Jensen were shown drinking at a bar where Fallon Henley was the bartender. This was truly one of the show's highlights as Pretty Deadly came walking in in Western gear and, uh, yeah. Uh, say some derogatory things towards Briggs and Jensen. They get close to having a bar fight, but Henley demanded they have a match next week instead. That goes into Sanga and Duke Hudson. Hudson got in a little bit of offense, got in a big boot to the face, but Sanga won after a couple minutes with a choke slam, so they're keeping him strong and just laying people out. Solo Sokoa against Von Wagner. Big Hoss battle here. Two guys who I'm sure they would love to have on the main roster. I don't think there's any question, unless the entire family quits, that Solo Sokoa will not be on that main roster. I can see him being in the Royal Rumble this year. And, boy, you know, I why they call him Solo Sokoa and not Nuso, I have no idea. It doesn't matter, though. He'll be up in the bloodline at some point. Long story short here, the match ended in a double countout, but it was not the end of this as they continued to brawl throughout the building for the rest of the night. Ultimately, that brawl ended up with Robert Stone in a trash can and actually, um, what's her name? Now I just, I, I blame, brain locked on her name there, but, uh, um, Sophia Cromwell was the one that actually was calming Wagner down and actually like de-escalating the situation. So I don't know if that's a sign for Stone being in that 
in that dumpster, and they're going to continue to push with Sophia more. But there was a promo earlier on where Vaughn cut Stone off and cut his own promo at the camera, and it was not spectacular, but it was very good. Also very good, a great vignette with Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes celebrating their greatness. They have four women with them. They want a party, so Carmelo says, Wait, let's go up to the penthouse. They're drinking champagne. They're in the pool. They're making a toast over being the A champion on the A show and just being great because, well, that's all it is, and that's all it's going to be. Lash Legend promo talking to Indy Hartwell before their match. Leads into an Alba Fire tease. <laughs> match was match was Indy Hartwell against Last Legend. Unfortunately, there was a botch at the end for Indy where she jumped onto the top rope. Uh, basically, what happened? Alba Fire came out, distracted Last Legend, and then um, uh, Indy Hartwell went outside the ring. Was going to jump in, do a springboard back in. Unfortunately, she busted her ass. Quick thinking, Legend got the cradle or, or went to cover her, Indy Hartwell. Got an ugly-looking cradle, but it did the job. After it was over, Alba Fire went after Lash Legend with a bat, made her go run away. And then we got Tony D'Angelo and Stacks against Edris Sanofi and Malik Blade. D'Angelo got the victory. Afterwards, Del Toro and Wild proved their loyalty to him by beating down Blade after the match. And that leads us in to the main event of the show. Can you wait? You're going to have to. In two and a half minutes, you'll find out the dramatic results of a skateboard breaking in midair. Wrestling Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily? 
without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets. It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332 That's 800-738-5332 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Shame on me. Thought I had this thing timed out right. Apparently not. NXT 2.0 review continues. Nikita Lyons. She asked for promo time with Mackenzie because she kept getting DM'd on IG about people asking her about what took place at the beginning of the show and if she had anything to do with it. And she said no. But she would gladly take the place of Roxanne Perez if she needed to. Then it was time for Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction to hit the ring. They started cutting a promo. The fans heckled her. Cora Jade's music interrupted. She came down to challenge Mandy. Mandy blew her off. And as as Mandy begins to say, I'm going to give Roxanne Perez three seconds to get down here, Roxanne Perez's music hits. She comes limping down, selling her ribs. Jade tries to talk her out of the match, but she got in there anyway. Good. It, it was good because Roxanne Perez is really good. And I'm, you know, Mandy was just fine in this match for what they needed it to be. Uh, Roxanne hit a pop rocks on the floor as she threw, uh, Mandy back into the ring. Cora took off her NXT championship belt that she shares <laughs> with her and hit her in the back, which led to a running knee from Mandy for the victory. Afterwards, Roxanne Perez is laying there asking why she's hurt and Mandy Rose picks up the skateboard and as she goes to hit her well you'll see it on botchamania it breaks apart as uh producer sean sent me the bottle that uh chris jericho went to hit cm punk with it was kind of like that just exploded before it ever got to her so perez and cora jade are no more because you can't have a friend in wwe I'm glad you're all my friends, though. Even the ones that hate me. I love you. You're my people. Brian Alvarez is my people. He'll be back tomorrow. Thank you, Producer John. Thank you, Producer Dom. And I shall talk to you again after a while.